summer of 1953, a local pet store released a shipment of cobras to the Ozarks, leading to the big Ozark cobra hunt. Live to a hard drive from the 16th floor of the Hammonds Tower, you're listening to Spring Food Mo, America's number one podcast about restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. I am Andy Carr. And I am Dan Howell, and that was another Spring Food Mo fun fact from Ben Factual. Thanks, Ben. Please send us more facts to fact at springfoodpod.xyz. Or dot com. Or dot com. We own both of them. <laughs> uh, we are rich. <laughs> Andy. <laughs> not, not true. <laughs> What's it like to be a viral sensation? Dan, I... I think that's a question you need to ask the common cold. (laughs) (laughs) Dan is referring to (laughs) our last episode, which got shared around a lot on Facebook and other social media. It was really cool. People were pretty into learning about Shanghai Inn. I really think it was that Shanghai Inn had a lot of fans that were very pleased to see their restaurant in the spotlight. I had no clue how much of a following Shanghai Inn had it's it's crazy i i I just had no idea and i i almost went and got some egg rolls from there this morning i know now if i ever want to like (laughs) surprise you or give you a gift it it will just be egg rolls from (laughs) shanghai you're gonna give me a christmas present next year and it will have been sitting under the tree for two weeks (laughs) and i will still be happy if it's shanghai and egg rolls (laughs) i have a confession dan I ate something last night that I shouldn't have. Oh, this isn't like a gross thing. I went to the mystery hour, which was very fun. Have you ever been to a taping? No. Sam Levine, the actor from Inglorious Bastards and Freaks and Geeks. Sam the Mam Levine. Yeah. Sam the Mam Levine from Doug Loves Movies (laughs) fame. (laughs) Lil Wolverine. He was there and that was was very fun. It was really fun to see him. It was, he seemed like a really cool guy. I can't, I went by myself. Yep. Pause. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Checks out. Pause for. It's just uh, too easy sometimes. Andy. <laughs> Look, Lindsay was out of town. We usually go to this thing together. But Lindsay, your girlfriend, quote unquote, from Canada, <laughs> <laughs> who I've somehow never met from <laughs> southern Saskatchewan <laughs> province. <laughs> yeah, she goes to school in another county. She has many <laughs> fine fur coats. <laughs> No, she doesn't. She just doesn't like fur. Anyway, she's <laughs> made up. So. I went by myself, and they moved me to fill a seat in the second row. Oh. I showed up right before it started, and they were filling seats, and it's like, anybody here by yourself, <laughs> draw tons of attention to yourself and walk up to the front and sit here. So I got to sit on the second row directly in front of the desk. Which you ran really... down like a Price is Right contestants, oh, right? Just arms certain. flailing in the air. I did that, and I, I said... Listen to my podcast, springfoodpod.com. That's not what I did. I I hunched my shoulders down and looked at the floor as I just, you know, walked up there, like <laughs> pretending no one could see me. And people were applauding me for taking the spot because they were trying very hard to get those seats filled. I was like, don't look at me. Don't look. <laughs> anyway, that was very fun. And then afterwards, I... I went to a party. Do you you know about parties? Like Um, other people, (laughs) people will all go to the same place and talk to each other and eat and drink beverages and food, respectively. And it's fun. People enjoy this. I went to one of those for a little while and had a very good time. I was very hungry at the end. Mm Mm-hmm. And I really wanted pie. What I really wanted was a slice of any kind of prairie pie. There was no place open that was serving it. And Dan, I I went to Walmart and I got one of those 
50 cent mini pies. It was shameful. Andy, I, I, don't, went, I don't hate those. I went all the way to town on that pie. I was so hungry. It yeah. tasted delicious. But it's one of those things where you look at the ingredients on the back and there's like 50 ingredients in you know an item that should probably have like seven. I received some of those cherry pies for Christmas actually in my stocking because my parents are insane. That's a great stocking, stocking stuffer. It's not going to go bad. It's not. Um, <laughs> and at first I was just kind of like, oh, these are nasty. I just kind I, I don't know. I had a uh, preconceived notion of how they would taste. They were so good. I haven't had that one. So good. I just had the, the pecan. Oh, well, yeah, I think that was just a poor choice. A pecan pie. It was great. Not as good as a prairie pie by any means. No. And didn't have that like crispy, crunchy crust. But man, I mean, I was very hungry. I don't know. No, I I have no idea. Probably not. You sparing a little Crisco on it? Yeah, I did. (laughs) I did. I actually stuck it down into the bowl of Crisco Uh and moved it back and forth Uh just to get that little. Oh, this is gross. Okay. I don't know why I felt so compelled to tell you this in our Chinese food episode. Speaking of which. You you feeling it yet, Dan? You ready to eat something else? It, Andy, we've got various Chinese foods in front of us right yeah. here. Um, I, I'm sure I'm going to start munching on them. I still don't know if I'm tired of Chinese yeah. food, honestly. My, my thing, I'm not tired of it. I'm ha- going to be happy to eat more this week. But also about halfway through the week after my first of two dinners at Bao Bao, I started craving a burger. Oh, yeah. Well, you know where you should go. Where should I go? Go hit up Leong's Asian Diner. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right. I should have just done that and not broken the the streak. (laughs) Well, here's the thing is that, you know, Lindsay's very busy working on her doctorate degree. Sure. We don't get to see each other as often as we would like. And usually when we do, we go get a nice dinner. As you would like. (laughs) Yes, that's true. That's 100. I mean, I don't understand why she would want to see me at all. I'm I'm implying that she doesn't care for seeing you at all. (laughs) I understand what you're implying because I imply it to myself many times daily. <laughs> I presented the option of going to get a burger at College Street Cafe, which I think has one of the best burgers in town. Sure. And she said, I want to go to Ramatai <laughs> again <laughs> because we'd just been the previous Friday. And so we went to Ramatai again. So I've had two dinners at Ramatai. Those are the two times that I've eaten out once with Pizza House with my family. Every other meal that I have had has been Chinese food this month. Yeah, I had some <laughs> cashew chicken on Friday for the show, and uh, my girlfriend texted me in the middle of work to ask what I wanted for that night, and uh, she was implying that she maybe also wanted some Chinese food. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, we did end up going with uh, Zyka, oh, which good. it honestly, I do feel it was kind of tainted by the fact that I've had so much sauced uh-huh. chicken over rice because the chicken tikka masala, while it's so different from cashew chicken, was just still like a little too yeah. close. You could have gone tofu, get a little different texture in there. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> tofu, more like no fool. <laughs> I like tofu. In certain places. I very much enjoy the restaurant tofu that you think I would enjoy. It's yeah, Scully's. The, oh, I thought we weren't going to say it. <laughs> By the way, we're sending them an invoice. $50 an episode per mention. That's right. It's now up to about $500. <laughs> <laughs> Pay up Joe and Laura. <laughs> Please. No, you don't have to do that. Yeah, you can make Jeremy <laughs> pay. All right. So it's about time we got into my favorite Chinese restaurant in town. Bao Bao. Chinese Bistro. Excite. 
Excite bike for NES? <laughs> no, it's just excite. Like the '64 version. I'm I'm just excite. I don't like it. Lincoln Bio. I don't like that. Uh, speaking of Bio, here's one of Babao Chinese Bistro. <laughs> Let me just open this segment with some great news. The name Bao Bao is a pun. It's an Americanized play on the single word Mandarin colloquialism, Bao Bo, which roughly translates as treasure, but is most often used as an affectionate nickname for babies, the way we might refer to an infant as precious, or the way Dan might talk to a burrito. Come here, precious. So that's the Mandarin origin. Let's get into the double meaning. If you saw the movie Incredibles 2 in theaters last summer, you will remember the short film that played before the feature, which was called Bao. In it, a childless mother rolls dumplings in her kitchen when one of them suddenly comes to life. The mother goes on to raise that dumpling as her own child. It is as bizarre as it sounds and also moving and sweet. And I know what you're wondering. At any point, does that personified dumpling chow down on some non-living dumplings? The answer is yes, and it is strange. Anyway, if it's not obvious, the word bao on its own does indeed mean dumpling. The title of the short is riffing or punning on the same word and phrase as Springfield's best, in my opinion, Chinese restaurant. Cute little baby, tasty steamed dumpling, cute little tasty steamed dumpling, whatever you like. Also, and this is probably as important as anything, it's really fun to say. Just try it. Bow bow. And guess what? The name has a third source in meaning. Bao Bao Chinese Bistro in Chesterfield Village was founded by Shang Baojin. He and his family immigrated from Shanghai to the U.S. in the year 2000, and for a while he worked in Springfield remodeling homes. Zhang noticed that many Springfield Chinese restaurants actually seemed to be run by Korean and Vietnamese families. And though it seems he held nothing against those families, Zhang did observe that those restaurants mostly featured variations on the Liang-style chicken, rice, and sauce dishes rather than authentic Chinese cuisine. Zhang decided Springfield needed a true Shanghai-style Chinese restaurant, and that he and his family could be the people to open one. Zhang and his wife, Loa Meihua, already had a little food experience, having worked a night market during their time back in Shanghai. So they went for it. Okay, so there's nothing on record about what I'm about to tell you, but it feels reasonable to speculate that Zhang had some help opening his restaurant. His daughter Fiona worked there in the beginning, and Fiona was, and is, married to Ji Tan, co-owner of Ocean Zen and Five Spice. I'm not making anything in particular of this connection, I just noticed it and thought it was interesting. You know, just a lot of great food in one family. Anyway, Bao Bao opened in April of 2011, and while the main menu does include your standard sheep, chicken, and rice combos, Bao Bao also has an extensive second menu featuring a variety of truly authentic Chinese dishes. Some Ozarkers might be surprised to see pork tongue, pork tripe, and intestines, but there are less challenging items on there as well. Duck, seafood, and hot pot dishes, several cool-sounding veggie options. Along with yams on Kimbrew, 
Bao Bao is one of the most popular spots among Springfield's Chinese community, which I suppose lends Bao Bao's authenticity some extra credibility. However, there's a twist to this story. It turns out that Zhang Baojin is a pseudonym. Bao Bao is actually owned by Brad Pitt. Of course, this is a lie. Zhang Baojin isn't a pseudonym. He's a real guy, but there is a twist coming, or at least some amusing light irony. Remember how I said Zhang observed that many Springfield Chinese restaurants were run by Korean and Vietnamese families and that he started Bao Bao to kind of counteract that? Well, um, in 2014, Zhang sold Bao Bao to a Vietnamese family who sold it to another Vietnamese family or maybe to someone within the same family in 2018. Wild twist, right? One of my favorite aspects of Bao Bao is Zhang's commitment to keeping the place affordable. A commitment, it seems, is shared by the current owners. They serve several dishes you can't get anywhere else in town, some of which are fine dining level unique, and yet the most exotic of those tops out at a totally reasonable $17.99 for roasted duck, and most dishes average between $6 and $8. Usually, we save our feelings about the restaurants until the end of the episodes, but since we're doing Bao Bao because it's my favorite, I'm just going to say it's awesome. It's one of my favorite restaurants in Springfield, and everyone should go there, and if Dan doesn't like it, he's objectively wrong. The end. If you lose your way tonight, that's how you know the magic's right. You know why I picked that song to close it out? I have an idea. What's uh, your guess? Bao Bao is also the name of a panda? <sighs> no, it's because Bao Bao's doing it right. Oh, okay. But also because it's the name of a panda. <laughs> so I, I, whenever we talked about doing Bao Bao and you were putting together the bio section, um, I asked you if you would be using the song from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Bow, bow. Oh my gosh. I should have done that. You're right. My other idea was um, doing it doggy style. Is that the one that's bow, 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 wow, wow, yippee, oh, yippee. yeah, 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 yeah. You like to go one step further. You like to, I, you like to make... Yeah, I, I almost together. wish you wouldn't have said it so that people could have <laughs> discovered it on their own. That's okay. Yeah, they wouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> no one would have. <laughs> so you'd been to Bao Bao before we decided to do it for the podcast, right? Many times. Many times. Uh, it's convenient for you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Close to my place of business, the huge industrial building that i own <laughs> Chesterfield Village. All, all those lofts up there i rent those out to people so, uh, very close yeah. let's just add this to your mythology dan is basically the new john q hammonds i'm more like to be compared to like a uh whatever the bad guy was from the savings and loan and uh it's a wonderful world <laughs> John Q. Danmans? Yes. John, John Q. Danmans <laughs> is what you can call me now. Welcome to my tower. I started going to Bao Bao probably about five years ago, so not too long after they opened. Sure. They used to do those half-price Ozarks daily deals mm -hmm. where you could get like, you know, $7.50 for $15. And I like to, it's a good way to try new restaurants. Sure. Unless that restaurant is New York style pizzeria what, did you find them from that yep as well oh yep. yeah that's right because that's there was a whole dispute happened. over yeah. the coupon wow 
get screwed up that one. Yeah. <laughs> rest in something other than peace. Rest in dirt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> like the just, ground because they're they, buried. It's just, I guess that's what happens when you treat people poorly. Your business does not last. That's so what happens whenever you tango with the spring food mo boys. I feel no. I feel bad. I feel bad for the servers and the other people that work there. Absolutely. But, you know, you put you put two and two together there. Treat people poorly. People aren't going to come to your restaurant. They, they deserve better than the management that they had yeah. anyway. A place that does treat people well, very well, I might add, is Bao Bao Chinese Bistro. Okay. Every time I've ever been in there, people have been so friendly. Yes. I went twice in preparation for this episode, and both times I had the same server, a young man, see maybe high school or college age, very kind, very enthusiastic. I'm sure that he is related to the people who own the restaurant. They're always very, very nice. Has that been your experience as well? Couldn't be nicer. Yeah. Uh, even whenever I visited this morning before recording uh, for a segment that you'll hear a little later <laughs> in the episode, <laughs> they were so kind. It was a new server that I had, and she was just as kind as could be. So nice. Well, Andy, it sounds like you ate there more than I did, so yeah. why don't you get into your meal first? Lindsay and I go here fairly often. It's a little inconvenient, so we don't go as often as we go to, say, a Ramatai. Sure. We did something different this time. We both got an order of hot and sour soup because we were waiting on another couple <laughs> to arrive. Yeah. <laughs> The hot and sour soup was very hot. I'll give it that. <laughs> it tasted good. It's just that I think Leong's kind of ruined every other hot and sour soup for me because that one was just so awesome. This one had a lot of veggies in there, all thinly sliced and stringy. We were trying to figure out what all was in there because there was a lot. You could see there was a lot yeah. of different stuff floating around in that broth. Uh, definitely some mushrooms and bamboo shoots, some tofu maybe. And, of course, there was some very thinly sliced pork, and it was all topped with the crispy wonton strings. Again, Chinese places. Give me those crispy wonton. <laughs> Give me those chick. <laughs> oh, we're keeping all this in. <laughs> Fine. Give me those crispy wonton <laughs> strings on the side <laughs> so I can control how soggy they get. Oh, so... They were served on atop it. They were. No, I'm. I'm obviously a call in boy, so they're always yeah. served to the side. Now they me. came on top. Anyway, overall, it had a great flavor. Toward the bottom of the bowl, it started to have almost a tinge of buffalo sauce flavor. Really, like a little vinegary, like a little tangy vinegar. I mean, I've definitely found that with like a hot and sour soup, the flavor will kind of change whether yeah. you're eating from the top or the bottom. One part's usually hot and one sour. I will say that I asked Lindsay if hers had a little buffalo tinge to it. And I don't even know if she responded. I think <laughs> she, it was just a, an just absurd notion her to her. <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't looking at her phone. We were we were with another couple. It was a double date scenario. <laughs> I did mention that Lindsay and I have been going there for probably at least four years. Since you were in your late 30s. Oh, God. No, since I, I was in my late 20s, <laughs> I was probably 28 when we first started going. I don't actually care about age. It's just I'm 32 <laughs> I'm 32. Every single time we have gone, which is probably a few dozen times now. Sure. We have ordered the exact same thing. Oh, okay. And that is because we loved the dish that we got the first time so much that until Last night, I had never had anything else wow. at Bao Bao except for this dish. So 
We start with an order of steamed pork dumplings, which are on the authentic Chinese menu. It's a pretty simple dish, really. It's lightly seasoned pork and a little cabbage wrapped in a thin dough and steamed. And because they're steamed, there's a lot of moisture. They're, they're almost slimy on the outside in a good way. The pork flavor is all right. It's mostly just fat and texture. The key here to enjoying the dumplings is the dipping sauce that comes with them. Dan, I describe this sauce the way I describe my preference in women. <laughs> Thin and rich. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I don't see. <laughs> she listens. It's also oily and a little spicy, a little sweet. Also, just like my women. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's my favorite country group, thin and rich. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. You'll see a lot of people just dunk the full dumpling into the sauce, and I don't find that to be an effective strategy due to the nature of the dough. The sauce just rolls right yeah. off. You gotta get a little hole in there first. You gotta let it be filled with the sauce. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. See, what you need to do is cut that cute little dumpling in half and totally submerge it in the sauce with the open side up. That way the sauce gets down inside the dumpling and mixed with the pork. Now, when you, when you saw Incredibles 2, that, that's all that you could think about. So I want to <laughs> eat that like, baby. Ooh, ooh, man, I just want to cut that thing in half. <laughs> Take a little bite out of it with some sauce. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're, you're right. I found it very sweet and moving. As you sat in a movie I, I theater mean, for I a children's movie alone. I meant to taste. I was imagining eating the living dumpling, and it was moving in my mouth, and the sauce tasted sweet. So we always split an entree. When we go. The entree that we split is orange crispy beef. Mm. Now... You hear the phrase orange and beef together and might not sound that appetizing. Sure. I don't even remember why we tried it the first time, to be honest, but it consists of very thin strips of beef that have been lightly breaded and fried. Dan, this dish is so crunchy. The preparation sounds similar to your standard Springfield-style chicken dishes, but it tastes entirely different, obviously because it's beef, but also because... Much like a bad relationship, there's no tenderness. <laughs> I'm just waiting on any kind of reaction over here. <laughs> I'll just let you move on. <laughs> <laughs> it's all crunch. You bite down, you feel it, you hear it. It's amazing. The orange sauce is good. It has that orange tang to it, but it's not overly sweet. The texture is just crazy. Unlike anything I've ever had anywhere else. Honestly, I would prefer this preparation of beef with a different sauce, maybe. Orange oh, sauce really? is not typically my favorite. Maybe a spicy general or a Kung Pao or something like that. But it's so good that we can't get anything else. Highly recommend it. Yeah, I used to love orange chicken, but every once in a while you'll get it, and it will just taste like an orange peel, like you just took a bite straight out of the rind. It just got to be a little too much for me. I can't do it any longer. But that sounds great, those thin slices of beef. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I, I'm glad you mentioned that. It's served with little sliced up pieces of orange and you eat it with the rind. That's wild. Yeah, it's awesome. It Hmm. tastes so good. I guess if you heat up the rind, it becomes edible. Hmm. We went with another couple, the same couple with whom we previously visited Creation. My buddy Alex got American style Kung Pao chicken, which I had a little bite of and it seemed good, though not particularly spicy. Michelle got meatball hot pot. And I just had a sip of her broth, but it was fantastic. I saw a picture of that. Yeah. It looked great. Yeah, we saw a video of that, which will show up on our... Um, a moving picture. Yes, a moving picture. 
um, a movie. I, ca- I call them pictures. <laughs> <laughs> the broth was fantastic. It was rich, complex, delicious. You can do hot pot of bao bao for like 10 bucks as opposed to 24 bucks at creation. It's a different style of hot pot, less traditional, but still, if you want that combination of tastes, it's there for you. Sure. And it's pretty affordable. Tell me about your experience. I went once late last year, actually, because we had planned on reviewing this a little earlier. Yeah, we got sidetracked. You, you can hear that whole story in previous um, episodes. I had the same thing both times, though. Uh, cashew chicken. Uh, I had it back then in anticipation of talking about it. And um, I felt that I kind of needed a fresher experience. So I had it just a few days ago. Mm-hmm. You said something about your beef that I think could be applied to everything at Bao Bao. And that is crispy. Crispy. They keep it crispy up there. They certainly do. The cashew chicken it is pre-sauced. And everybody knows my opinions about that. You got to sauce my boy on the side. I will say, actually, Bao Bao was more sauced than any mm-hmm. other spot that I, I will be talking about that when I get to my second trip. The sauce was flowing into the sort of rice and um, side compartments, and, which of the can styrofoam be an container. issue with takeout. And that's a little bit can. of a longer drive for you than normal. Well, luckily, I actually had this as a work lunch, so oh, it was nice. very close. I didn't even have to use the Rachel Ray bag, and uh-huh. it was piping hot. The crispiness is still there despite how sauced it is. Their owner Ooh. is a person named. Crispiness. I, I asked if that was a uh, <laughs> traditional Vietnamese name. <laughs> and they said yes and asked me to leave. How do you feel about that sauce flavor? Very good. Um, nice dark sauce. I prefer a nice dark thick sauce. Not thin like David Leong's. Mm-hmm. Overall, just delicious. I really loved the amount of egg in the fried rice. I, I like a nice eggy fried rice. This was some delicious cashew mm-hmm. chicken. I'm, I'm running out of things to say about I cashew know, chicken. I know. I don't have a whole lot of uh, <laughs> vocabulary for describing <laughs> about what I like about food look, in general. Get the source. Look up crispy. <laughs> Find other words for it. Very crispy. <laughs> I made a special trip out there by myself last night. Same server. This is before the mystery sure. hour. Sat in the back area by the kitchen entry, and I could hear two music sources. Uh, <laughs> at one point at about equal volume, I was hearing Evanescence, that big single of theirs from, you know, take me back. That one. Back is, oh, that, that's the one. I can't wake up. Save me. That's correct. <laughs> save me from the <laughs> it was that song and that was coming from the kitchen. And then the song Delicate by Taylor Swift was playing over the PA for the customers. And uh, not pleasant. <laughs> you don't but like also, that daredevil music mixed with uh, <laughs> yeah, a little T Swift. Oh yeah. Uh, also, who cares? Had there been more people in there, I probably wouldn't have noticed anyway. But it was just me and one other party. Sure. They were very enthusiastically discussing their food, which I appreciated. Kind of like um, you do to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's so crispy. <laughs> you guys, so you guys tasting this stuff? Sir, we're going to have to ask you to leave. Um, And please stop getting that, trying to get that baby to cry. (laughs) Stop pinching that baby, sir. (laughs) I ordered gentle chicken four star. Oh, my first ever chicken and rice dish from Babao. It arrived hot off the walk. I mean, it was so hot. Now, it was steaming. Not like a little steam. There was a ton of steam coming out this thing. Four star. Is that a heat level? Heat level. Okay. Yeah. 
It's, he, I said, uh, I want to order it pretty spicy. And he said, we, it comes two star and we go up to five. I said, give me that four. Oh. I wish I'd have gone five. Wow. Wish I'd have gone five. Okay. I'm into the spicy food thing. Sure. I'm, I'm trying. I'm okay. trying. Thank you, Laura, for telling me how to do it. Starting small. It was hot. Hot, hot, hot. Mm-hmm. Which is awesome. Like it's, Buster Poindexter. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> it had that candy sweetness, but it didn't have that teeth coating candy texture that some sure. general sauces yeah. do at just the right heat level at four stars just a little burn that crispy breading that we talked about it's tender high grade white meat chicken they yeah, don't large get, chunks mm-hmm. too it kind of reminded me if you get boneless wings at wing stop okay yes yeah it was that big and had sort of that similar texture it's not exactly the same but they the don't ask if you want white meat. That, no. That's just the way it it's comes. It's a default. It's, yeah. a, it's just a quality standard. For yeah. Them. And they are slightly more expensive mm-hmm. than other places in town, but you get what you pay for also. You know, the lunch uh, orders really are, yeah. are not too bad, and the portions are very reasonable if, for, if you plan to continue mm-hmm. your day after it. Again. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I had it at 530, and I was reasonably hungry by the time 11 o'clock rolled around. That's sure. why I wound up getting that pie that we talked about at the top of the episode. I think that's what I, all I've got to say about the entree. Should we get into our segments? Oh, yes, please. I am rolling, 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 rolling. I am rolling, 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 rolling. rolling. Probably the same Cisco egg roll most of the places serve, but this one was fried for longer. like Crispy. A lot longer. Yes. Very crunchy. Outside is dark brown like the Shanghai egg mm-hmm. rolls were. Not as big. Sure. And not as good. One of the smaller ones that we've had, actually. Yes, for certain. I, I bet that has to do with the length uh it's fried that makes sense mm-hmm. it's maybe 80 percent cabbage 20 percent pork but it was hot though and i think it makes a big difference makes it much better than those other places serving the very similar quite possibly uh-huh. the exact same uh frozen egg roll in hindsight other places probably had those egg rolls under a warmer rather yeah. than fried them to order like bow bow clearly did yeah. yeah it was definitely fresh the crispiest of any of the egg rolls mm-hmm. that i've had it kind of had like the end of an egg roll texture throughout it, uh, which I love. That's my favorite bite yeah. of an egg roll. It's not coming near Shanghai in. Right. Let's just put yeah. that to bed. But it's still good. Very good. Yeah. If you're going to have a Cisco egg roll, Bao Bao's doing it right. Are you ready, kids? Andy. Yes. Still very crunchy <laughs> on the goons. Uh, getting a little repetitive here. The, the What? I think it's kind of overall just something I love about Bao Bao is they make it all crispy, crunchy. Yeah, they like, do it right. The texture is there. These egg rolls were the crunchiest we've had. I would say they might be the same Cisco egg mm-hmm. rolls as we've had elsewhere. Uh, you definitely could see a little bit of crab or imitation crab mm-hmm. meat in there. Nice balance between sweet and sour. Yeah. You know, I prefer the sweet, mm-hmm. uh, but delicious. We've got a bag of them right here in yeah. front of us. I'd, I'll probably eat one right now. <laughs> Rich and creamy, not too sweet. May well have been straight cream cheese. I didn't notice the crab in mine. Dan's going to do a little analysis here. He's doing this for science. <laughs> nice crunch. <laughs> I found it to be nothing extraordinary, but still very tasty. Yeah, you're right. There's no there's no bits of crab yeah. in here. I think... Uh, I am just having a kind of fever dream back to like creation <laughs> or uh, possibly whatever we did before that. I don't know. I can't yeah. keep track of all this. So four trips between the two of us. Neither of us had any leftovers, so we don't have a reheat segment. However, one of us did get some fortune cookies. 
Fortune cookies available at Bao Bao, let alone get to try one. But Dan apparently found them and stole one. <laughs> well, listen, they're 10 cents. <laughs> and yes, I might have taken one out of the jar. You justifying theft. Are you Aladdin? Were you Aladdin? Um, yeah. You know what? Actually, I think I might be Aladdin. I don't mind stealing <laughs> bread. Oh. Oh. Andy, you don't know the obsession I have with that song. It will come up as a parody song someday. Anyway, my fortune says, you will soon receive an usual gift freely given, period, except. Now, I'm pretty sure it's supposed to say an unusual (laughs) gift freely given, Um, but I'm, you know, I'm just waiting for a free gift that would be something usual um and i will accept it maybe it was talking about our intestines maybe i'm somehow cursed because i stole this crab (laughs) 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 and it's just talking about uh i don't know death or something yeah how about those sauces somebody sauce me (laughs) (laughs) two soy one mustard, one duck. Nice. Good good sauce. <laughs> Speaking of duck, not duck sauce, but uh-huh. I really wanted to try the soy sauce and sugar duck, which is the bao bao. Thank you. The bao bao <laughs> signature dish from what yes. I can tell. You have to pre-order it a day in advance. Uh-huh. However, There's a little sign in the lobby that mm-hmm. even instructs you to. I called trying to pre-order the duck, mm-hmm. and they did not have any duck because they had just reopened after taking a month uh, off for yes. the holidays. So I'm sorry we were not able to give you the full journalistic report on Bao Bao, but so you I'm sure it's good. You don't think it's been removed from the menu entirely? No, it hasn't okay, that was kind of my impression. No, no, no. Okay. She told me that they will have it next week. If you go get that duck... And write into us at any of the many different platforms we have something that we can read off on air. We'll send you a $10 purple burrito gift yep. certificate. Yeah. Um, I want to know how that duck is, and I am not willing to spend that kind of big boy money. <laughs> so, Dan, disregarding the unavailability of the duck, how many tea houses would you rate Bao Bao Chinese Bistro? I think Bao Bao Chinese Bistro is easily deserving of 4.5 tea houses. Easily. So you're saying you're a Bao Bao Chinese beast? <laughs> I, yeah, I would, I'm a Bao Bao Chinese beast, bro. <laughs> Buddy, that is the exact same rating that I'm going to give it 4.5. Let's move on to our very, very special segment, Dan. <laughs> a recurring segment, hopefully. Uh, we'll see about that. <laughs> We're going to take a couple seconds to prepare our next segment here. So, have you ever had organ meat before, Dan? I think I've probably had liver. I was trying to think if I had ever had chitlins before, <laughs> or chitterlings. Chitterlings? Uh, um, <laughs> but I don't I don't think I have, unless they've just been like mixed in with some greens or something. I, I really seriously doubt I have. Okay. I've had beef heart okay. at Cafe Cusco, the Anticucho skewers, which you can get there, and it's tough and delicious, both at the same time. 
And Chewie I like to meets, get that beef heart and then that uh, trout face mask replica. Um, <laughs> you know, I was there when Captain Beefheart started his first <laughs> band. <laughs> so would you like to hear the theme for this segment, Dan? I, I, you've been talking about it almost nonstop. Why don't you go ahead and take a bite first so you can <laughs> take a bite while you're listening to it. Okay. Testing and testings with Dan, my friend. Testing and testings could be a new trend. Testing and testings fried with onions. The part of the paper with the waste passing. <laughs> Did you catch that last line there? <laughs> I didn't. It went by a little quick for me. Something about a wastebasket? Nope. <laughs> the part of the pig through which the waste passes. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I did take a bite as I was listening, and I'm kind of glad I didn't catch that part. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta say, it's pretty good. I'd say delicious. Mm-hmm. Texturally, <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot going on. A little gummy. I, I think that was my the thing I was most scared about because um, Bao Bao makes good tasting food. We've already discussed that. I'm going to have a hard time with it, Dan. <laughs> it, it's very chewy. Very chewy. There's Andy. I think you're still working on your initial bite that I you am. took during the theme song. <laughs> you are still chewing on it. I like the flavor and not the texture. Yeah, no, it, it's I really don't like it, Dan. Very much delicious. Now, did you get any onion there? I didn't. I just got pure intestine. Now I'm going to swallow this whole now. Hang on a second. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> on on the menu, if you're searching for this item, it's number twenty on the authentic Chinese menu. Yeah. Pig large intestines. So not large pig intestines. I, I kind of originally thought that maybe it was the size of the portions that we'd be receiving, but <laughs> nope, just the size of the intestines. Uh didn't want us to think that we'd be getting the gross small intestines. <laughs> <laughs> but rather the delicious large intestines <laughs> the onions are delicious they're cut into kind of ring portions of intestines so you can like see the <laughs> outside of the intestine and the in yeah I, nothing about the look of this is off-putting to me it looks really cool it looks good it really is just the texture i just my palate i'm not accustomed to eating i think i could get used to this it's just not a texture i'm used to I'm going to try it with rice and onions now. I was just about to say, I would suggest getting one piece of intestine in there for about three to four onions. Oh yeah, yeah. And then the onion really masks that texture. That time I could barely tell. You know, usually most nights before I go to sleep, I put on an onion mask. So <laughs> now just so the listeners know, we, we just picked this up. This is, um uh, just like eleven thirty a.m we're eating this intestines i have a cup of coffee here it's a sunday we're worshiping the lord's creation <laughs> yes. the pig yeah uh using all the parts um right. whenever i went to order this I, I of course called in the order and went to pick it up and the owner of bow bow the lovely lisa um asked me <laughs> Are, are you sure you want the intestines? <laughs> I don't know what about me says no intestines, please. Maybe it's the fact that I always order cashew chicken. Yeah, that could be it. Crap <laughs> and she knows you. <laughs> and she knows me fairly well. I got to say, your recommendation to eat it with the onions and the rice. It, this is very good. I could eat it's the good. whole thing. It's good. If, if it were like that. I don't know if I could tackle a full piece of intestine just <laughs> itself. 
And considering that this dish is, I would say, 60% onion, if not more mm-hmm. onion in the rest of his intestine, I think it's built to be eaten that way. Yeah. I don't think the expectation is that you just take a big old bite of intestine. Yeah, it's, I would say, very good. I don't know if I would order it again, but I, it's delicious. I'm happy we tried it. Let's hear the theme again, <laughs> and then we'll move on. Testing and testing with Dan, my friend. Testing and testing could be a new trend. Testing and testing fried with onions. The part of the paper with the waste passes. I could play it a hundred times and not get tired of it. <laughs> yeah, you've literally, you've been texting me about this for days now. <laughs> so I'm so excited. I thought of it, the, we'll record on Sundays, but I thought of it, Friday night as I was getting in bed and I had all of it except for one line. The third line I didn't have (laughs) just instantly. And I even knew like the rhythm in my head. It just popped into my head, which makes me think maybe it's a direct rip off of something I'm listening to that day. I can't think of anything, but it just kind of came out of the ether. And I have, I didn't start recording it. I got out the voice memo uh, app on my phone and sang it into my phone and both like did the beats with my throat. So I'm going to tack that onto the end of the episode. Cause I think it's pretty funny. And like, it went from being the beats in my head to that recording in about two hours. It went really fast, which that, that is very fast for the themes that we have for the show. So. Well, I mean, it was originally your idea to test the intestines. Um, and I think that <laughs> came mostly from the pun. Of no, the- it didn't. No, I no. thought of that after. That was like days after we had the idea. So this to just try kept it. on building in your head. This has been a saga for Andy. Well, you know that I like. It's almost like a mental illness. Like I associate <laughs> words with other words and make these weird little connections. Intestine intestines seems pretty obvious in hindsight. Oh yeah. It took a couple of days and it just popped into my head. And I was like, I think I texted you like apropos of nothing. We're calling this segment testing <laughs> testing intestines. Well, and then whenever I saw you yesterday and you did have the full theme recorded, you remarked, <laughs> now we have to do it. Yeah, we have to. We don't have a choice. <laughs> I was afraid because they didn't have the duck that they wouldn't have the intestines and we wouldn't yeah. be able to do it and my theme would be wasted. I would have definitely played it anyway. We just told the story. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, so thanks for listening to us testing intestines. <laughs> oh, um, did you know that our our best and worst Chinese food poll made the national news, Dan. Um, I think I saw something about that yeah. on NBC. Uh-huh. It, I saw it on CNN. It, it closed at midnight last night <laughs> and actually found the footage. Uh, we're going to cut to that now. The footage from the coverage of our the closing of our poll. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Live to a hard drive from the Situation Room, located in the 16th floor of the CNN Tower, it's election night. I'm Andrewson Carper. And I'm Dan Howell, like a wolf. Blitzer. Dan, for weeks we have been covering the campaigning, mudslinging, and muckraking, leading to the most important election of our lives. That's right, Andy. The results are in for the Spring Food Mo Chinese New Year poll for the people's favorite and least favorite Springfield Chinese food fair. Dan, let's get into it. With 0.01% of Springfield's population reporting, here are your favorite and least favorite Chinese restaurants. Tied for ninth favorite, China Star and Liang's Asian Diner. 
Tied for ninth, least favorite, Five Spice and Happy China. Tied for seventh favorite, China King and Triple Eights. Tied for seventh, least favorite, China Walk and Leong's Asian Diner. Your fifth favorite, Chinese Chef. Your fifth, least favorite, Triple Eights. Your fourth favorite, Hong Kong Inn. Your fourth, least favorite, China King. Your third favorite, China Walk. And tied for your third least favorite, Yum Yum Bowl and Hong Kong Inn. Ooh, spicy. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a journalist. (laughs) And your second favorite Chinese restaurant in Springfield, Missouri is Bao Bao Chinese Bistro. I've heard very good things about that place. Hmm, Never heard of it, Andy. Do they have intestines, you think? (laughs) My name's Andrewson. And reporting live from Washington, D.C., with your favorite and least favorite Chinese food restaurants in Springfield, Missouri, is our senior election correspondent, Chad Chadshaw. Hey, guys, this is Chad from before. Yeah, we remember you, Chad, from the Civil Kitchen episode of Spring Food Mo. Chad, why are you in Washington? Uh, you know, I live out here part of the time. Uh, I'm a part-time lobbyist. Really, Chad? Uh, what do you lobby for? Mostly fracking, big tobacco, stuff like that, you know. Wow, that's certainly on brand, Chad. Are, are there any spots in the D.C. area you enjoy in terms of uh, restaurants? Big fan of Comet Pizza for All the last right. year or so. All right, that's enough questions. What are the results, Chad? Tell us those number ones. Uh, Let me just check my email here. Chad, this is live. Uh, You should really already have had this stuff prepared. Chad, did you print out the email? Yeah, how else am I supposed to freaking read it? You, like, read books on a computer? thought you were smart. Well, uh, you can read books on a computer. Get off my back, guys. I can't be perfect like Bergie. Chad, the results, please. All right. Ugh. So, the results for the Spring Food Mo Chinese New Year poll. Wait, you want me to do best or worst? Start with the worst. Just do it. All right. One second. Your number one worst Chinese restaurant in Spring Food Mo. <laughs> With 10% of 0.101% reporting, 18 votes, Canton Inn. Oh, Canton Inn. So surprising. Yeah, I can't believe that. I, I thought that it kind of had a better reputation yeah, than that. Yeah, people seem to really like Canton I've had a lot I of thought. people recommend it to me. Totally. Interesting. I'm so excited to hear what number one is. Uh, uh, Chad, why don't you tell us what the the one everybody's been waiting for is, the, the best Chinese spot the in number one. Mode. Uh, all right, one second. Let me look here. Sorry, I've got it on another sheet of paper. <laughs> Sorry, guys. One second. <laughs> all right. So, your number one favorite Chinese spot in Springfield, Missouri is Canton Inn with 19 No, bucks. no, no. You're supposed to be reading the, the best now. Uh, wait. What? Uh, yeah, it says right here, Canton Inn, Spring Food Mode, Chinese Food Poll. I've got it printed out. 
So you're saying that Canton Inn won both polls? Uh, yeah, I didn't go to Kinko's to print out these freaking results for nothing. Wow, that is amazing. That's uh, quite the event. You're, so you're saying that it was voted both best and worst Chinese food in town. That's fascinating. Oh, uh, we're still on CNN. Listen, guys, I don't make the results. I just read them here live from Washington, D.C. <laughs> Thank you, Chad, for your reporting. You have a lot of integrity. <laughs> Literally any time, guys. You know, democracy dies in darkness. <laughs> and I'm just glad to be out here going against the grain of the lamestream media. <laughs> Um, I've actually got a few other things to say about Washington while I have the the mic. Uh, oh, looks like we uh, lost connection there with Chad. Uh, sorry about that. Maybe next time he'll get to air out some of those Washington grievances. Wow, that was a very interesting clip. Really weird that CNN would cover that. <laughs> yeah, and then weird how we were both there at the end <laughs> in person and then didn't remember it. I had a real good time yeah. at that party last night, but... <laughs> I don't think I had so much fun that I forgot calling into CNN. Yeah, it was almost like a <laughs> uh, script written three-fourths of the way through and then improvised at the end. <laughs> I think there's one thing we can all agree on, though. This was very funny. <laughs> <laughs> but despite all the chicanery here, those are the actual results. Yeah, that that's amazing. <laughs> you guys chose. We had 218 people mm -hmm. respond to the poll. Not everyone voted for a worse, which is, I like that. I like that attitude. The yeah. people who chose not to vote for a worse one. That's positive. That sounds like something I might do. No, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I love to hate. It, Andy and I but had a lot of fun tracking we these did. results. We like, did. We texted back texting. and forth so much. Like, uh, oh, for a while there, Hong Kong Inn was leading, quote unquote, both polls. And we thought we were going to do a Hong Kong Inn episode. I was pretty excited because I, Hong Kong Inn, I will say, from almost the beginning, had the number one slot in the worst. Yeah. It's only recently that Canton Inn mm -hmm. had to come up in that category. Uh -huh. um, I was excited to go to bat for Hong Kong Inn. I kind of like them. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I know it's not as good as any of the places we've had yeah. this month. but So let's just say next year, next Chinese New Year, I don't necessarily think we should do the entire month <laughs> but how about we start with hong kong in next year oh i will absolutely because commit to that there is a story to get to the bottom of with that place why do they have different names all that we'll figure it sure. out i want to do cashew station also because oh, yes. some listeners on reddit had pointed out it's similar to shanghai in and that is the last remaining business of a uh, a family's chain of businesses that uh, lasted throughout the 70s 80s and 90s so That'd be a fun one to cover. Yeah. I'd, so I had a ton of fun doing this poll. I would really like to put more polls out there. Was, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Spring Food Mo. Next week, we will be covering Canton Inn as the very last full-length episode of Spring Food Mo's Chinese New Year. And we're going to have some really special guests. I'm not going to announce who they are just yet in case it falls through. Sure. But I'm pretty stoked. I think it's, it's going to be Levine, really fun. <laughs> yeah, we got Sam Levine. He's sticking around an extra week in town. <laughs> the geek himself. <laughs> I thought he was one of the freaks. He's no, one I of guess the that's Franco's game. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're the freaks. Frico. James Frico. James Frico. <laughs> so thanks for listening. Don't go take the poll because it's over. It's closed. <laughs> and uh, we will see you next week. Bye-bye, precious.
Okay, I need you to say, Aw, come here, precious. <laughs> Aw, come here, precious. <laughs> okay, do it Do it creepier. Aw, come here, precious. <laughs> Maybe do it dumber and creepier. Oh, precious, come here. <laughs> just try it another way just to see. Come here, precious. <laughs> I think that's the one. Testing and testings with Dan, my friend. Testing and testings could be a new trend. Testing and testings, it's me and te- the part of the pig through which the waste passes. <laughs> Mm-mm.